Hello, 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 and welcome to Rainbows Rising, where we ascend together. I'm your host, Rainbow Raja. We have been together now, you and you and you and me. We have been on this journey together every week, sometimes multiple times a week, working on ourselves working to improve our lives, working through shadow elements, really evaluating areas of our life that might need some shift, that might need a little bit of love, that might need some forgiveness, trying new things. We have been on such a profound journey together and I really just want to call out to all of you listeners, whether you've been with us since the beginning, since the struggle is real, or whether you just kind of hopped around, or even if this is your first time listening, I really want to call out to all of you. So, like, I'm so grateful. Thank you for for being here, for doing the work. Even if you're just listening and tuning in, taking in what works for you, I appreciate you and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of all the work you have done. And I say this with a heart full of love. Now, last year in February, we covered twin flames and love and loving oneself, right? Kind of just chose love as a general topic. Um, We will be getting into love this month. I have a guest that uh, talks about soulmates and cultivating that. And another part of love is appreciating the planet and appreciating, appreciating the earth, our earth mother. And so today's episode, I'm just going to riff on love. And the different aspects of love for myself, for you guys to really reflect on uh, where love takes place in your life. Maybe you have love that you aren't appreciating or even recognizing. And hopefully this, this episode can bring some perspective to some areas that maybe are going neglected. But I know for me, I had a very very clear idea of what I thought love was going through my life. I thought it was this very one particular emotion. I thought it was this very particular scenario that love was going to look and feel like this. Most of us learn that's not the case. Most of us go on an extravagant journey to learn the, the, true meaning of love and layers of love because love is so complex and I've I've been so lucky in my life to have such diverse experiences around love I'm going to start with our earth the incredible, beautiful, luscious, 
planet that we live on that has given us all the food that we consume whether <laughs> whether it be the apple or the pie <laughs> you know we have so much variety for our palate we have so much variety in in the choices we can make and how those choices not just change how we feel as we consume them but how our bodies then convert that energy and use it to propel us forward in our lives and that is that is how the earth loves us it is such a subconscious thing i don't think the earth is sitting there saying oh i love you i'm going to give you more apples than than you over there i think because we are inhabitants of this inc- incredible planet we are being gifted daily with nutrients we are being gifted daily with the choices of how to how to mold these nutrients these ingredients and the vast flavor profiles that we can create from the bounty that is our planet's uh ecosystem really we have so so many things we can try and so many incredible things we can create and cooking is is a profound way to experience love and experiencing another person's cooking can be just as gratifying can be just as gratifying i i'm grateful for our planet i am grateful for the bounty and sometimes i take what i'm able to receive for granted because i'm not out in the field picking the fruits or the vegetables I'm not out there having to process the wheat or to strain the rice. I'm not out there having to do the hard labor required to put food on the table. Our society has reached such a point where we really don't have the perspective to appreciate how many hands, how many people are investing love and passion into the food that makes it to our table or for some of you in your cars if you're just picking food up from from McDonald's i mean there's so much love there so many people are investing their life their time their energy into preparing food so that you have something delectable to consume to feed and nourish your your cells and your body to propel you forward. I think that is something that really goes unspoken and unappreciated in many of our lives. I know that there's some of you that take the time before every meal, before taking that first bite and really evaluating how much effort goes in, how much energy goes in and having having the pause to reciprocate that, understanding that it's a blessing. But I think many of us just go and take a bite out of our burgers or enjoy our salads or our soups. And we don't really think about how many different people had to 
harvest those vegetables before it made it into our soup? How many people had to sell those vegetables? The truck driver that had to drive those vegetables across the border <laughs> of each state as it got to your local grocery store, your local restaurant. And then the preparation. How many people had to prepare your food? It's, it's a really incredible thing thinking of, of how we all are touching each other's lives uh, in such a, you know, a, a woven web just through our food. And Earth really brings us together like this planet, the bounty she shares, really brings us together in that way. Our society has, has gotten to a point where we are able to do that. And I think that's a deep form of love that that we don't really recognize and appreciate. I have a lot of friends, a lot of friends. I have been so blessed in the friend department. Um, you know, sometimes I really struggle keeping in touch with those friends, especially when I was younger. I I really struggled with depression. And really deep emotional distress due to a lot of trauma I had. And when I was younger in junior high and high school, I had really incredible friends. Um, there was a gal that I was like best friends in junior high with. And, you know, I, I really kind of squandered that friendship because I felt at one point that, uh, she was kind of gossiping about me and betraying my trust. And it, it it's really sad how I walked away without trying to make anything work, without actually discussing the issues. And looking at a lot of my other friendships, I've, I've had friends just like drop, drop off the map. They refuse to tell me what I did wrong. Um, you know, there's been a lot of betrayal in my life, a lot of abandonment in my life. There were even like a lot of guy friends that I'd made that the, you know, the, the connection went sour and I don't know what happened. I just was like, Hey, where'd they go? But I really appreciate no matter how much time those people spent with me, every moment, every time I sat down with someone and they spent their time talking to me, hearing me. At, at all of the spectrum of my expressions, whether I was emotionally distraught, whether I was, you know, excited or I had a crush on them or, you know, maybe I didn't even pay them the time of day, but they still sat there and listened to me. They still sat there and shared that moment with me. And whether I was aware of it or not, I deeply appreciate those people. I deeply appreciate the time, the investment of their life to me. I had such great friends in high school that were so attentive and so patient with me while I really created my own chaos, while I tried to understand what was going on with me. They were so attentive um, they, they helped me find clarity in moments of deep distress. 
Um, I'm sure those friends, if they're listening, they know who they are. Some gals in, in drama class, you guys know who you are. <laughs> and, um, you know, I had, I had a little group of uh, hooligans that I hung out with. And um, as much as most of society would have looked down on their behavior and the way they dressed, um, they were really there for me when I felt I had no one else. I just wanted to share my love and deep appreciation for all of them, uh, for all of those people who were there. I recently reconnected with a friend. This is a, this is a guy that I met through a mutual friend. Um, and he lived all the way across the country. I mean, like, I was in California. This person lived all the way across the country. I met this person when I was 13 years old. We talked all the time. Like, I wish that was an understatement, but it's, it's just not. We talked so many hours, like, all the time. I spent hours and hours and hours of my life just talking about the philosophy of life and uh, sometimes it was about religion or sometimes it was about what was going on in my life or what was going on in their life. And this person I valued so deeply, so much. They brought me so much emotional comfort. They brought me a sense of peace. They brought me a sense of, of um, feeling worthy of someone's time. Because they spent time on me. And this was somebody who lived across the country. And believe me, they had a life. They weren't just some you know, gamer dude in a, you know, in the basement. Like, they had a community they were involved in. They had family and friends. Um, They had a career they were going for. And this person still took time out of their day, almost daily for a number of years, to connect with me, to understand me, to let me know I was heard. And I deeply appreciate that. There aren't a lot of people in my life that were as dedicated as this individual um, to to being there. To being there. Um, and I'm so blessed that this person, you know, we, we don't talk daily anymore. Oh, we touch base every couple of years. But this person is still a part of my life. And whenever we do reconnect, we still talk for an hour or more. And I just want to shout out to them for, you know, they're they're a huge part of who I am today. Um, My my inspiration to, through spirit, my connection to spirit, to um, finding my path, finding my way, uh, was really inspired by them. So, shout out. Um, of course, we all know that children, having children, the love for a child is un- unrivaled. 
the love for a pet can grow so deep as well that it's almost on par with with a child i think i think it's really incredible you know your your pet can throw up on your pillow and you could lay down in it and you still you're pissed but you love that pet no little than you did 20 minutes before it threw up on your pillow you know that has not happened to me i'm just using that as an example but you know kids are the same way they could do the most infuriating things where you you sit there and you're like oh my god i just ah but you love them and it's those moments that sometimes you love them even more because of that struggle because of that struggle but it's a different type of love a different type of love than that friendship love or even a partner love having having that partner love you and i've i've encountered in in my life in dating and being intimate and vulnerable with people there's so many different types of love of relationships you can have and there's no there's there's no guidebook to finding out what you have or whether it's the right one um but from my experience i've had people in my life that i was so absolutely certain they were my soulmate they were my twin flame i was dead set that these people or who I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with. And in a way, even though they're not here anymore, even if I'm not with them and they're still somewhere else doing their own thing, the memories and those feelings, those deep, deep feelings, they don't go away. I don't even think they fade all that much. Maybe they do. Maybe they get a little faded. But I know that I still have feelings but I also have perspective about why that person wasn't my forever person. I have perspective on it's okay to have those feelings and to know that those feelings don't necessarily mean that person is your forever. Those feelings might have just been that you felt connection, deep connection with that person, you know, spiritual connection and that they just weren't where they needed to be to be that partner for you and it's okay to set those boundaries and it's okay to say you know what I deserve better I deserve to be treated better I deserve to put my foot down I want someone who's available I want someone who's going to love me the way I deserve to be loved I think it's important to love yourself enough to say no. To love yourself enough to also say yes when you have a partner who maybe isn't attractive. Maybe you're not attracted to this person. You're like, oh, this person likes me. Oh, God. Uh, they're just not pretty enough. They're not sexy enough. They're not hot enough. Oh, I don't really, uh, I don't know about this. 
It's important to know that you can develop deeper bonds with people. That sometimes being vulnerable, sometimes having unconditional love, or even just enough love to give someone a chance, like those are powerful things. The man I've been with for seven years was not somebody I would have dated. I mean, I, I'm i dating him. <laughs> we are together. We've been together for seven years. But when I first met him, uh, I was not ready to date anybody. I mean, he could have been Leonardo DiCaprio, and I, I probably would have been like, uh, I'm just not in the mood, <laughs> you know? But... There was something about him. He was gentle. He was persistent. He showed me respect. And he showed up. He showed up. Um, And it wasn't just showing up to the date. (laughs) It was that when things went wrong in my life, and I just kind of, you know, would kind of let him know, yeah, this horrible thing is kind of happening. He would drop things in his own life. You know, things that obviously he could drop. He would never put himself in, you know, in jeopardy in order to take care of me. But he would, he would move things around in his life because I was important enough that he, he would take the day off of work. He'd tell his boss, there's been an emergency. Um, I got to go. Even before we were dating, this person was like, I'm going to take an Uber from Hollywood all the way to your house, which, by the way, was like an hour away. He would spend so much money coming and showing up just to be there. You know, he knew I wasn't interested. He knew that there was like no chance I was going to date this person. But he showed up. He showed up. And he showed me that I mattered, that I was important to him, that my health, my well-being, my sense of security was important to him. And that made me feel like I was important in a time when I felt like I wasn't worth anything. So my love grew. Where there was no love, where there was no chance in hell, (laughs) love grew. It grew in the void. I had nothing. I was at my lowest point. And this person, he was not my type. But he was there. And he cared. And he was persistent and he has fought for, for me on my side in every situation. When my parents were mean to me, <laughs> he stood up to them. You know, this guy who was supposed to be trying to win favor with my parents. Nope. No, he was like, you should not be treating your daughter this way. You are really, you're triggering her. You're saying extremely cruel things. You're making promises that you're not going to keep. This is not how you should talk to your daughter. 
And he stood up for me. He stood beside me. He showed me that I was worth fighting for, that I should fight for myself. He gave me fire. He, he, he was the fire, <laughs> you know? Um, I'm so deeply appreciative of my partner. I'm so, so deeply appreciative of my partner. He has worked tirelessly since I met him. He takes no breaks for himself. He is always, always working double time to make things perfect, to make sure the family is provided for, to, to care for me. Even, even with my uh, disability, which has, has me in bed like three days out of the week where I am not capable of, of doing things sometimes just because I have such deep fatigue um, or my, my, my arms and legs just aren't working um, or I'm depressed because I am disappointed in my body's inability to move forward. Um, to heal itself at this moment. You know, I do Reiki, and sometimes I'm like, geez, it's just, whew, it's just, it's not there, you know. But he's there. He's there. He's beside me. So, love Love is complicated. Love is a really beautiful, beautiful thing. It's never black or white. It's a spectrum. And love can only truly be received when we have the perspective to feel it, when we have the perspective to see it as it is. The sacrifices of others, those friends, elementary school, junior high, high school and beyond, the sacrifices my friends put in when I was at my lowest, that they had to sit and hold space for me, listen to me, when I was such a negative Nancy, <laughs> when I really was just trying to get through the moment, get through the day, when I really was at an, a huge internal battle with myself to survive, the dedication of those friends to listen, to not have snarky, rude remarks, or to give up on me just because they didn't want to tolerate my you know, situations, like those are the friends, <laughs> those are the friends, the friends who saw in me gifts and values, the ones who stood by me all these years, <laughs> Call, shout out to my friends from preschool, hey, <laughs> you know, I still have friends from preschool that we have stood beside each other, for 30 years. <laughs> Girls, oh man, you're, you're in my heart forever. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. So, 
You know, I just wanted to kick off this month with love. With recognizing love, just a reflection of love where you can really start to look at your own life, look at your own relationships and just hold appreciation for those people, even the people who just abandoned you and, and, you know, left. I have a lot of friends that I feel extremely betrayed by for, for doing that. But I also have appreciation for all of the moments that led up to that moment. All the lessons, all the good times, even all the bad times that taught me things. There's love there. Buried under all that, uh, a little bit of resentment and pain. And maybe a spite for some of you, but still there's love. Just taking a moment and feeling into it with your heart. Allowing yourself to really be enveloped by the memories and the gratitude. I really encourage you guys this month to challenge yourselves. Challenge yourselves to finding love in difficult places. Okay? Go out into your lives. When you have that jerk on the highway that uh, cuts you off. Or maybe your boss says some really snarky, horrible comment to you that makes you feel completely worthless. Maybe your partner has asked you for the umpteenth time to do some trivial task that they could very well do on their own when you are busy doing something else. Whatever it may be. I challenge you to take a deep breath in that moment. And find the love. Find the compassion. That guy on the road, he might be speeding off because his woman's in the ER. Or maybe it's a woman speeding off to her woman in the ER or man in the ER or they in the ER, I whatever. Maybe that person on the highway is speeding uh, because they just had their heart broken. They're in pain. They need love. Send it to them. Maybe your boss is being like the biggest jerk in the entire universe because they're alone. Because they never knew what it was like to be loved and they resent life and want to take it out on every single employee they have. That's pain. All of that is pain. Oh, send that person love. They need it. They need that love. Give it to yourself. Remind yourself, I don't need this. I don't need to be treated this way. Be the hard love. Call the higher-ups. Let them know what's going on. That's also love. Drawing a line in the sand and saying, I won't accept this. Right? 
It's not about being mean. The challenge is doing whatever the action, whatever the response to that triggering event, doing it from a place of love. Whether it's recognizing your boss has overstepped his responsibilities and duties and is now actually causing emotional damage and that he really needs to go have a sensitivity workshop, then it's important that you do that from a place of love. Like, I love the other coworkers I share this space with. And I really wish for this person to have a deeper understanding of the pain they are causing to, to people. That is a that is a deep love feeling. And for your partner, you can always say no and say it from love. Like, you know, I would love to get you a sandwich. I would so love to get you a sandwich. But I really think you make the best sandwiches. And I would love to see you make yourself a sandwich. I can't wait to see what kind of creation you build for yourself. You know, or you could just get up and think of all the times they have gone out of their way for you. How many times have they gotten up to get you a sandwich when you were doing something, uh, when you're just kind of relaxing and they were in the middle of something else because they were just standing up and you weren't? And just do that out of love. All I challenge you to do is to find triggers this month and respond with love. And if you can't, if there's absolutely no chance you can find love and you're like, what do I do? I can't find love. Don't respond at all. I ask you just to sit and be neutral. Okay? So if you can't respond in love, just be neutral. That's all I ask for you guys this month. So I hope that um, that this little this little episode on on my appreciation of love and my perspective of love have helped to enlighten you to your own the own your own elements of love in your life maybe show you some areas where you can start to see people who have given you their time people who have given you their energy people who have done things for you that may have been inconvenient Appreciate, share that love, pay it forward, right? So to end today's episode, I am going to be doing a super do short reading, really short reading, okay? I'm going to draw three cards, just three. And I would like you guys to just pick a number between one and three, okay? But today I'm also going to be choosing a crystal for these three cards. The first card, crystal, is a citrine. It's like a yellow crystal, okay? Citrine, yellow crystal. The second is an amethyst which is a purple crystal, okay, purple crystal. And the third is a rose quartz, and that's a pink crystal. That's a pink crystal.
crystal. Okay, once again, pick a card. One, two, three. We have one citrine, two amethyst, three rose quartz. Take a moment and pick a card. We're starting with number one, citrine. Now a little something about the crystal itself. Citrine is a crystal that really resonates with the solar plexus chakra. It boosts your confidence. It helps you move forward in life. It helps you with focus. It recharges you. It energizes you. Citrine is a crystal that I have always associated with abundance, with manifestation, with getting on track in my life. So for those of you out there that chose card number one, what I see in love, in being able to relate to love this month, you're in this transitional stage. You're being asked to move through this, this obstacle, this era of, of your life. You might be seeing some ups and downs, some challenges in your path. There's probably a lot of moments where you really just kind of want to give up or turn away or walk away. But right now, this very moment where you are being challenged to see love in yourself and in your life. Um, try and see your situation from a hawk's, hawk's eye view. See the whole situation, all the people, all their perspectives. Really look at the situation from the past into the future and in that present moment. That's a lot of perspective. Seeing it from your perspective, seeing it from, you know, the wide angle perspective from above, from everybody else's angle, looking at it from the past, looking at it as it's happening and looking at it in the future and understanding the opportunities in each and every passing moment, that every moment is fertile for finding love even among the darkness, even among the grief, even among the despair or, you know, being, being taken advantage of or whatever the situation is. Now, I obviously am not with you. I don't know what you're going through. Um, this card has a beautiful queen uh, in this velvet dress. She's got this great headdress on, um, but her face is, is shielded in a veil she doesn't want to be vulnerable. She's hesitant. Uh, she is holding a pomegranate. And she's offering it up to a hawk and a crow. Hawks are known for being able to really see, like, the environment from such high up. They, they have the best eyesight. They can really see the whole situation. And crows are the keepers of the sacred law. Crows are known, they are known to be able to see past, present, future. They're messengers of spirit. So are hawks, they're messengers of spirit. Right now is a trial 
a trial for you to overcome these challenges. So if I were you, I'd get a piece of citrine or I'd sit and tune into the, the imagery of citrine and find that focus, find that courage, find that confidence to step into this calling to, to really take a new perspective in this situation where you might just kind of want to, to shy away from, from this, this trouble. Okay. Reading number two. If you chose amethyst, uh, card number two, then here, let me tell you a little bit about amethyst and why you should be tuning into this particular crystal this month. Amethyst awakens your spiritual connection, your psychic senses. It helps you get visions. It helps you get uh, clarity in your dreams. It is a protective stone. It is a stone for enlightenment. And it's, it's really an accelerant. It really helps you tune into the world around you, into your guides, into um, whatever it is you believe in that is beyond you, right? It, it helps you hone into your sources of spirit. And this particular card that I'm looking at is exactly that. Tuning into the world, into the earth, into the song that is sung through all of us, really appreciating, <clears throat> really appreciating each and every person in your life for their gifts, for their, their soul, seeking out their soul essence, really looking deep into their eyes, trying to hear their, their spirit's song, tuning into the flow of life, following your intuition. If you suddenly feel like getting in the car and going to the park and you don't know why, it is about following that intuition and knowing that when you do that, when you follow the map life is giving you, you will find treasure. You will find moments of love. You must listen to the song of life and discern all those incredible little signs and signals and synchronicities that are dis displayed for you, for your, for your amusement, for your enjoyment. Tune into the song this month and carry amethyst with you. Card number three. If you chose rose quartz, that's a pink stone. Uh, rose quartz helps open our heart chakra. Rose quartz is all about connection and unity, union, compassion. Rose quartz is such a powerful healing stone for your heart, healing grief, healing 
loss, healing distrust in others. So your card, your card for this month and for tuning into love, tuning into your flow of love. You're actually being called this month into service. In this card, I see a knight who is surrounded by so many people, so many uh, in this particular card. They're all like little fairies. You are the knight. Whether you're male or female, doesn't matter. You're being called to service. Carry that rose quartz on you and connect to people. Hear their stories. Really see them. Hear their needs. See what you can do for them in the moment. That doesn't mean that you see a homeless person on the street and you give them everything in your wallet. That means that if you see a homeless person on the street and you feel like you are meant to connect with them, you take the time, you go, you connect with them, you hear their story, you hear their struggle, you open your heart with compassion and love. And maybe they just needed that. They just needed someone to receive them, not to judge them, to be there with them as they unpacked. Being a knight is, is difficult. So remember to shield yourself because when you are open, when you go and share your yourself with others to hear them to receive them to help serve them in whatever means that is shield yourself go ahead and check out my episode on psychic protection uh psychic protection 101 <laughs> set some boundaries put up an energy shield ground yourself daily um because even going and helping people, even going and sharing your love with people, it's important to protect yourself and use discernment because not every single person you meet genuinely needs your help. Sometimes people are used to taking advantage of others because they're too lazy to take care of themselves. So you are being called into service. Don't take this call lightly and see where you can act on that call. See where you can be vulnerable and in, invest yourself in another person this month. Even if you have to go out of your way, even if it seems inconvenient. Because there is magic and there is love in that act of sacrifice, in that act of service. And you will, you will receive something so much more valuable in return. But don't forget to shield yourself energetically, okay? <laughs> um, well, I hope you guys liked the reading, you know, we had three incredible cards, 
three in really, really easy to find crystals that are going to support you in receiving and giving love this month. I think love is, is just really needed in this age that we're all in, uh, this, this change that we're all going through. Please share love, cultivate love for yourself. Um, and I'm just going to end this episode today with a little song. But before I do that, I do want to let you guys know what to look out for next week and uh, to look forward to our two guests this month. We have two guests this month. I have the guest that I talked about earlier, uh, Falak. She is going to come on and she is going to talk about her award-winning book about soulmates. So please look forward to that. And the other guest that I have coming on is an incredible artist, Danielle Canvers. And I am so excited to have her on because her art personally inspired me. And I reached out to her um, in hopes that she might join us and share where she has been inspired in her life and what what brings her into alignment with the art that she makes. So I am just very excited to have her join us, to tell us her story and to share her her magical imagery with us. Um, so I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and enjoy the music as we fade into uh, our normal day. Thank you for ascending together. Bye.
Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. Get some stickers, custom tarot cards. Check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide, guiding you to your ascension.